1: In the last episode, we discussed the progression of Alyssa's case from 2006 to 2008. We explored a confession from a man already serving a life sentence for murder that the investigators were not confident in. We also meet Detective Stuart Summershoe and William Anderson and explore their vast efforts to gather as much information as possible about Alyssa and her disappearance. In this episode, we're going to pick up right where we left off with the December 11th, 2008 meeting. This episode of Voices for Justice is brought to you by Quince. The weather is getting warmer, which means it's time to put away all the sweaters and pants and say hello to shorts and t-shirts. I absolutely was looking to update my wardrobe without spending a fortune. And I went right back to Quince for that. I personally don't love trendy clothes that I have to replace every few months. I am looking to build my solid core collection of essentials. And with the huge selection at Quince, I can do that. They have premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from 30 bucks. washable silk tops, they have jewelry, and so much more. One thing I really love about Quince, too, is that they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices. And they only use premium fabrics and finishes, so you're not cutting any corners when it comes to quality. I've really been trying to play with pairing casual with more upscale pieces. So recently I just matched a silk skirt with this black tee that I just love and fits really, really well. I think it came together pretty cute. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com justice for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E.com slash justice to get free shipping and 365 day returns. quince.com justice. This episode of Voices for Justice is brought to you by June's Journey. I'm pretty sure everyone here loves a good mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's Journey. You get to step into the role of June Parker and search for hidden clues to uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. You engage your observation skills to quickly uncover key pieces of information that lead to chapters of mystery, danger, and romance. So what does that mean? Well, June's Journey is a hidden object mystery game. Essentially, you find hidden clues and uncover this mystery. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. This episode of Voices for Justice is sponsored by ZocDoc. If you guys have been following my journey on social media, you know that I am in my Sarah era. After everything I've been through over the last couple years, I'm really just focusing on myself and doing that unapologetically. So I have become that one friend in my friend group that loves to treat myself. A lot of the time, that looks like a long bath, a face mask, maybe a special foot soak, but I also knew that I needed to make my health a priority. And that's where ZocDoc comes in. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. What I really liked is that all the doctors have verified reviews from actual real patients. You don't have to just guess if they're good. ZocDoc is how I found my new doctor. Go to zocdoc.com slash justice and download the zocdoc app for free. Then find and book a top rated doctor today. That's zocdoc.com slash justice. zocdoc.com slash justice. Like I mentioned in episode eight, I received a call from Detective Anderson stating that there had been an update in the case. And I left you with me driving down the freeway full of hope for that meeting. When I arrived, the detectives were unable to meet with me immediately, and my boyfriend and I waited in their office for about 30 minutes before they called me back. Before making this podcast, I'm pretty sure that in every interview I'd ever given about Alyssa, I described this meeting as only lasting for a few minutes. But I requested the records, and we spoke for over 40 minutes. And I could not believe what actually happened.
2: All right, um, the reason we called you down today, Sarah, is that we want to discuss where we are at with the case, okay. what we found out so far. I mean, like, last time you came down was back in September. Um, something like that. Yeah. 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 Um, and I, I I, don't know exactly what this discussed last time you were here and everything, but um, kind of how the case went. I mean, obviously, your dad reported your sister missing back in May 2001. Um, there was there's been a few bodies that were found that were compared to your sister Mm -hmm. and you know they didn't match and all that and then um 2006 um was when the guy down um in florida in prison confessed to killing Alyssa. and i think um detective anderson told you that we kind of checked into that yeah it doesn't seem to be valid
3: yeah
2: i mean the confession is not credible um there's been follow-up done on who he said he was with Alyssa and and things like that it doesn't seem to be panning out He's confessed to the 20 other homicides, and nothing's ever panned out on that. Yeah. So we suspect he's somebody looking for attention, basically.
0: It's Sounds also important like for you to know that in addition to his confession, his statement to that detective was, I'm going to make you famous.
3: Yeah.
1: Um,
0: he presented it in such a way that um, I, will, I will give you information on all these horrendous crimes I've committed if you get rid of certain people on my cell block for me.
3: So oh, really? He has
0: his
2: own motivations yeah, there, which, like again,
0: it. causes to have credibility issues with
2: yeah. him. And this happens with cases that get publicity. You know, if somebody sees something on the news, they, you know, they latch onto it. Yeah. So that's a double-edged sword with the press. Um, so then we come to where we started digging into it again. I mean, we took advantage, it, and I kind of came into it. You know, we, it was kind of put on to us, and we, we didn't have any prior experience with the yeah. case and all that. So we kind of looked at it with fresh eyes, and, you know, we started with everything was on the table. Nothing's been removed or anything like that. Um, the first thing we wanted to do is see if we could find Alyssa out there somewhere, you know, in the country. You know, possibly, you know, she ran away, she established a new identity and all Social
1: that. Social security numbers, that kind exactly. of thing.
2: Exactly. We, we checked all across the United States. She hasn't had any, any kind of identification issued to her, no driver's license. No, yeah. She hasn't registered to vote. We checked using her mother's maiden name. Um... We even checked out under stacy's name just in case you know she she was friends with her that she established identity
0: using her biological
2: father's name i mean anything we could think of yeah Mm -hmm. we used lots of combinations nothing
3: yeah
2: um so that's troubling i mean that's you know that that it's been this long and Alyssa hasn't popped up in the radar is is concerning to us
1: yeah
2: i understand um so like i said we checked all that and then we started um interviewing everybody that who knew her and her family. I mean, obviously, we've interviewed you and your brothers. Um, we interviewed John, her, her boyfriend. Um, we tracked down her co-workers at Jack in the Box, her boss.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, people at school who knew her. Um, we tracked down uh, her aunts. And Do you still talk to her? her?
1: My Aunt Lynette?
2: Yeah. Um, mm-hmm.
1: I saw her when my cousin was having a baby, but I only saw her for one night. Okay. We don't really talk.
2: All right, well, we talked to her and um, Teresa. Teresa your other aunt? I, really, I, I guess i okay. met her once when i was
1: like really, really and i guess
2: like sh- um, your maternal grandmother linda do you, you i have
1: a her? maternal grandmother yeah no i don't talk to her i didn't know i had one that still lives. you've
0: never received any sort of communication from them holiday cards birthday
2: cards
1: no not since i was little if if even then my aunt Lynette will call me maybe once in a while but we don't really talk
2: okay well move, then shortly i'll tell you what she told us and, and all that um who else have we talked to? Uh, we we actually we did a canvas in your neighborhood. We went out there trying to track down people. We actually did a canvas in your old neighborhood too. Okay.
0: Your
2: neighborhood. I think I, I contacted one of your old babysitters. Gloria. Yep. My daughter. Gloria. Oh. Yeah. She was
3: She's really somebody. sweet.
2: Yeah. Um, and we've tracked down a lot of people. We've talked, We've dozens of people we've interviewed, and nobody's heard from Alyssa. Nobody's yeah. seen or heard from her.
1: Did you get um to talk to? Her? Did you ever?
2: The one that won't respond—I don't know why. Yeah,
1: that's crap. I I, I, I messaged her too, and she just isn't writing back. I
2: mean, I mean, I I don't know why that is. I mean, uh, some people don't want to talk to the police.
1: Yeah, or whatever. that's she's
2: stupid. But that's you know that happens, and I mean I I don't know what information she would have. I mean I was, she was friends with Alyssa and all that. Yeah, it,
1: well if Alyssa would have went anywhere. She would have gone right probably. You know, like in the beginning.
2: Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I I've left multiple messages. We've actually gone out to the house. Nobody answered the door. So. Yeah. Um, I've actually uh, tracked down your um, your father's ex-wives. Your, your father's a, a big part of this investigation, we've, we've talked to all these people, he's he's the one person that won't talk to us. Yeah. And he's the last person to see Alyssa, so that's, you know, curious. Um, I've talked to your father's ex-wives, we've talked to... Um, his brother. His brother.
1: James? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they don't talk.
2: Yeah, they don't talk. I, mean, I guess they haven't talked since 2000 or so. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we've, we've talked to a lot of people. Um, and everybody has. Excuse me one second.
3: Give
2: me one
0: second. Continue on. We've, we've run down the other leads, too. Paul Abbott has been brought in for another interview. We also mentioned John Lackman. He's been brought in for another yeah. interview. I, I've done everything I can. I've exhausted those ends. Yeah. I don't see any reason to suspect Paul. I don't see any reason to suspect John.
1: Yeah.
0: We're coming to the point that we're running out of, of other
2: leads.
1: Yeah.
2: Is everything all right? Yeah. I think we're talking about scale, So, okay. um, Okay, so I, I, you told about t- Paul Abbott.
0: Paul Abbott, John Lackman. Um, we've exhausted all known leads at okay. this time.
2: Um, like I said, your, your father won't talk to us directly. But he has sent communications to the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children with like his version of events. Oh. And I, I kind of want to run that past you because you were there too. And uh, I mean, since he won't come in for an interview, and you know I don't know how accurate it is or, or if it matches what you remember. Yeah, cool.
1: could be. I mean, because I wasn't there. I was at Waterworld, and then right. I got picked up, and then she was just gone.
2: Okay. You're, um, what we've been able to, and I've been talking to everybody, Alyssa was a, a good kid. I mean, she smoked marijuana. She maybe drank underage.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, she wasn't involved in any kind of criminal activity, and, you know, that sort of thing. Um, she,
0: didn't, she didn't do anything that we would consider to be a high-risk or
2: high-profile yeah. lifestyle.
3: Yeah.
2: She, um, you know, she was doing okay in school. Yeah, she wasn't the most brilliant student in the world. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I know previously she maybe had some issues where she skipping school, but it seems like in her last year she was actually doing pretty well.
3: Yeah.
2: And um, she, her... Her boss at Jack in the Box said she was one of the best employees she had. Showed up at work all the time. You yeah. Know, was a very good employee. So, um, so we talked to John. John had never been talked to until we talked to him, John Lackman. Yeah. And um, his, you know, apparently they had a good relationship. They, you know, they had a, a sexual relationship, but they were, you know, romantically involved. He showed us love letters, and it seems that like she was pretty happy with him.
0: Okay. Um, the fact that he kept those letters yeah for such such a length of time yeah i mean really speaks of john and his his feelings his state of mind during that relationship yeah
2: he he actually was pretty emotional when we talked to him because he this has hit him hard when Alyssa went missing he you know he seemed to deeply care for her um and he he saw her the day she went missing in the morning and um she went to um he saw each other between classes and he was in wood shop around twelve thirty. is when she poked her head into class and said my dad's pulling me out early i'll talk to you later hmm. and that was the last he saw her
1: she got pulled out early that day
2: yeah your dad pulled her out of school early
3: hmm.
2: okay you weren't aware of that okay she um and we haven't been able to verify through the school because school records aren't are too accurate when it comes to like the last day of school yeah. so but your father has also told us that you he pulled her out early through his letters Actually to, yeah, Nick to Nick Mc Um, so John, after school, surely he he got out of school. Shortly after that, he had worked at U-Haul and went down to his U-Haul job, and as a, He never saw Alyssa again. Yeah, he said that she never mentioned running away, and and, and nobody's really that we've talked to has really talked told us that yeah she plans to run away. And you uh, know, it it seems we we deal with it all the time. We deal with people who run away and missing juveniles. Yeah. And it's very unusual for a juvenile not to tell anyone that she's running away.
3: Yeah.
2: So, um, in in the letter to Nick Mick. your your father said that he pulled her out of school early, took her to lunch. He said he took her out around 12, took her to lunch, and brought her back home to to discuss the summer rules, as he refers to them. Okay. And he, um, had an argument with her and left. He said around 1 o'clock, left her at the house. Um... And then he said he went looking for a camera, uh, lens, and drove around and until he picked you up around 5. And then um, that's when you guys came back. And you told us that when he came back, he or when he picked you up, he was calling, already yeah. calling the phone. Yeah. yeah. Um, they... Uh, he, he said he immediately went to her bedroom and then called you in. And that's when you saw the papers. On the,
1: yeah, yeah, I think we went right to her room.
2: Okay. Um, he, and you guys found a note... On, on the... Um, on the, the
1: dresser. On the dresser. The dresser.
2: Okay. He, he says that there, her house key was next to the note also. Do you remember that?
1: I don't remember. That sounds like it's right, but I honestly can't remember.
2: Okay. Um, and, you, and you said it doesn't seem like there's a lot of her... You can take off her if you're getting high. If
1: you're, oh, well, okay. Okay. Yeah.
2: okay. <laughs> um, like most of her belongings were still there. Yeah. Yeah. Like she her backpack even, was missing.
1: Yeah. She didn't even take like her important rings or anything because like, I still have them. And,
2: yeah. That that to me is, is worrisome. You yeah. know that some, usually when somebody runs away, they take prized possessions, they take you know stuff that belongs to them that they want. Mm-hmm. They don't
0: want to leave their lives; they just want to change something in them. Yeah.
2: Um, so we we, did, and then your father says that he got a call from her uh, a week later, that um, in the morning hours.
3: Yeah,
2: that was a Yeah, and he claims that Alyssa basically uh, complained about her job, her life, and then basically called him nephew and hung up on him. Yeah. And then he, I guess, went and filed a lawsuit against Quest and, and obtained information about that.
3: Yeah.
2: And then nobody else has heard from her since then. Yeah. Um, some of the things we, we looked into um, we look for typically when people run away is that they um, you know, they, they yeah, they're running away from something, but they, they I mean, they want to have some kind of something to land on you know what i mean they're going to take some items with them they're going to take some money with them they're, know
1: somebody where to yeah know that exactly
2: kind of stuff. Okay. and we've talked and or they tell somebody you know um john the boyfriend said that he got, he was at work when he came out around 11 30 at night <clears throat> he found a message on his cell phone from your dad saying do you know where Alyssa's at he said no um was at work he actually grew worried about Alyssa and actually drove around places where they would go to and, and didn't find her And then he didn't hear from your dad again. Um, I guess a couple days later he went over to the house looking for Alyssa, and your dad showed him the note and um, took her to the room and all that. He noticed that, I guess, there was a blanket that he had given her.
1: Oh, it's like a fire blanket, the blue Mm -hmm. fire. Yeah, which I guess,
2: and all that. Um, and to be honest with you, John has some suspicions about your dad. Yeah.
3: Um,
2: and, and one of the reasons is that, um... I guess Alyssa, a few months before she went missing, made a statement to John that, and I, let me preface all this. I'm not trying to, by saying Alyssa, I'm not trying to make you hate your dad. I'm not trying to make you think a certain way. I'm just telling you what we've learned.
1: No, I, I want to know.
2: Okay. And, you know, this is what we've learned, so I'm, I, I want to you know, be honest with you and present yeah. it to you. He said that your dad, um, he what he said, what Alyssa said to him, she grew very emotionally upset. And said, "My dad tried something with me."
1: Okay.
2: He, she was so hysterical. He didn't press the issue, but he interpreted it to me as of, of a sexual nature.
1: Yeah, that's okay. what it would be implied as.
2: Um, um, do you have any knowledge of that, or
1: no? No. I mean, nothing was ever tried with me.
2: Okay. Mm. Um, and I mean, uh, that's just like said, that's for what it's worth. Um, there was one, and so we we looked into some other things. And we contact CPS generally in in runaway cases as part of uh, a rule of thumb. Part of um, what CPS had on their records was your father called CPS about a year before um, Alyssa went missing back in May of 2000.
1: He called them?
2: He called them. Yes. And this is basically, they they do a summary. When people call CPS, they, they summarize what the complaint is. He called twice in May, and one of the times he says that Alyssa is threatening to call CPS and tell them that he is molesting her.
3: Okay.
2: And he says this as a means, I mean, and you can read it yourself, but because she wants a truck because she wants special privileges and that sort of thing. And, you know, that's, you know, what's going on. So go ahead and read it. It's
0: almost like a preemptive strike.
1: What do, you, what do you mean by that?
0: Contacting CPS ahead of time to explain a potential
2: allegation. Oh. And Alyssa never did call CPS. There's no record of it.
1: Yeah, I know uh, my brother John has called CPS back when we were we were younger. Right when my mom died.
2: Yeah.
1: But he was saying like we don't have food, which is completely yeah. There was that, a that see, kind of stuff.
2: there was a I guess a your your aunt actually kind of assisted with that. Yeah,
1: that's what I've heard. That's um, why we don't really. Talk. Your,
2: your father actually filed a false reporting police report against your aunt for that to us so
1: i i wish i could be more help with the family history
2: (laughs) well maybe i can kind of give you a clue about some of the stuff
1: this sound i mean that sounds familiar i remember her being like well i'm gonna call cps if you don't let me do this like I remember her threat. Did
2: she ever? I mean, did she, I mean that's a pretty specific threat.
1: No, but I mean, was she, I don't know. It seems like she would have said something. So it's not like she was the type of person that would keep her mouth shut about that. Well, I mean,
2: that's, and, and hypothetically, if that's going on, that's a pretty personal, pretty embarrassing yeah. fact.
0: Her disclosing it to her current boyfriend also raises some issues. I mean, that's, that's something she's going to have a tremendous amount of. She's going to be very uncomfortable disclosing it yeah. to her boyfriend, you know, another sexual partner that yeah. something like that had happened or been adopted.
2: Yeah. Um, and part of the other thing we look in, we look into um, financial records um, to try to determine whether account has been accessed, that sort of thing. Did you know how much money your sister had in her account when she went missing?
1: No, no idea. I know she took a bunch of money when she left
2: this is, from my dad. Okay, just money that was in the house? Yeah, cash. Gosh. Okay. We checked her bank record. She had almost $2,000 in her bank account when she went missing. Yeah. I, I don't understand why she would, if she was planning on running away to California, why she wouldn't take that.
1: Maybe she didn't know she had it because my dad got um, that settlement of I still don't know how much money. And uh, he supposedly, he said that he set up an account for me and for her
2: right so he actually transferred the money from her account into your account Oh, okay less than six months later after she went missing
1: yeah i know he spent a bunch of money going to california and went right. for and took most of my money too
2: yeah so i i that's t- that also was concerning to me that she had that much money i mean she because she was cashing checks from her work
3: yeah
2: and all that she had yeah. You know so that's if someone's running away they probably would if that much take money it out. take it out
3: yeah,
2: yeah. um Some of the other things, I mean, I'll kind of give you a, in talking to your your grandmother and your aunts, um, when your mother died of cancer, your father sent letters to basically her side of the family saying, um, I don't want you to contact the family while we're adjusting and all this. And I actually have a copy of the letter I can show it to Mm -hmm. you if you like. Um, Your grandmother and your aunt said that they sent Christmas cards and birthday cards to you guys. For years afterwards, and uh, I guess they initially sent money, and it was never, and so you know, they never got any response from the cards. Yeah. So then your your aunt and your grandmother started to start and spend, send checks because they were hoping to see whether it was actually getting cashed. Yeah. Or, you know, the, the checks weren't cashed. Uh,
3: yeah. So
2: I, I suspect your um, father was maybe intercepting them. I, for what end? I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know why. I mean, it sounds like he has some hostility. And let me preface it they have hostility towards your yeah, father. No, yeah, and, and he they has both hostility have it towards each, each other. Right. So that's um, what this, you know, that, that's odd that he you know, would cut you guys off. and
3: Yeah.
2: I mean, and they have very strong suspicions that your father maybe had something to do with Alyssa's disappearance. Yeah, I
1: understand that's where it's going. Um,
2: yeah. Do you have any suspicions of that? I mean,.
1: I don't. I don't know. Honestly, when it comes to this, I take in what you have to tell me, and I try to, you know, just toughen up as best I can. And I, you know, I need to process it, and it's right. kind of a lot. And I'm worried about Spanish, and
2: um, yeah, I, I apologize for no, hitting you with all this stuff. No, at this time.
1: I, I mean, I totally need to know. It's what I'm here for. Um,
2: um yeah, I mean, I've, I've talked to to James. James seems to have pretty strong suspicions about your father, also. Yeah,
1: him and James don't talk.
2: Yeah. I mean, I have to take everything with a grain of salt. People have axes to grind. They have, you know, agendas and things like that. So, but, I mean, like uh, your father calling CPS on a very specific, you know, for a kid to accuse their father of molesting them is a pretty extreme thing. Yeah. And I I don't understand why Alyssa would do that. And and talking to people, people said Alyssa was pretty honest. You know, she would, she was straightforward.
0: Even rats your brother said she was brutally honest she was very in your face if she didn't like something she told you
1: yeah everyone was honest to her i haven't
0: found anybody who said she was vindictive or vengeful or deceitful yeah or you know yeah, conniving, right. nothing like that not her friends not yeah. teachers not not any of her family
2: and i mean she left there was a note found and yeah. uh, i mean and you, you said it, it, it sounds like her. And
1: it, yeah, it sounds like her, but that she never yeah. ever wrote her name with a capital A, which I mean is just a small thing, but I've never seen that. Even yeah. me and James, my brother, were talking about it, and he said he's never seen it with a capital yeah. A. And,
2: and, and looking at it now that you know your, your father's version of it, does it, it, it to, and when I read it, it doesn't seem like it references properly what was going on. If, you're, if your dad took her out of school early, wouldn't oh, she, you know, why'd she say when you dropped me off at school? yeah you know, why isn't
0: it why when you left the house after we got in the argument when you dropped me off why would she ignore what had immediately happened and go back to when you dropped me off at school this morning
3: yeah.
0: you know, so it's, so, I it's not so saying. much that we doubt it's from her
3: yeah
0: i just like detective summer we feel it's it's out of time it's out of place yeah
1: and that's not the right amount, is it? She, I think she took more than that. That's that's another
2: thing. There's been inconsistencies. Your father has said different amounts to different people yeah. about the amount of money that was taken. Um, in a letter to the um, National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, your dad said he had video surveillance inside and outside the house.
0: That's something that you're familiar with growing yeah. up in the home.
2: And he said he reviewed all eight hours of the day, she went missing, and didn't see anything. Um, and he he also we also got a copy of this argument that he had with John with John the
1: outside one yeah. Oh, yeah yeah
3: yeah
2: we came over and it and we asked John about that I I I kind of had standard questions I was asking people one of the questions I asked what's your worst memory of, or what's your best memory of Alyssa what's your worst memory of Alyssa John's statement to him, his worst memory was that they had an argument in front of the house. Um, and the argument centered on I guess your, your father had pulled John aside and said that Alyssa was cheating on him
3: nice
2: so he you know, of course confronted Alyssa about yeah. that and he he described the argument from his views that they had an argument she got upset she threw the phone against the house and he drove away and then, then your father provides this video of you know of an argument and have you seen the video yourself yeah, yeah. okay
1: wildly like first
2: happened. Okay. And we sh- we looked at the video and it shows the two different camera angles just one in your carport area the, the, the door and she you can see her. she throws the phone against the thing and then she goes inside and looks like she's probably crying somewhat in the yeah. in the house. Pardon me for a second. Okay. So she um and then there's squealing of tires. It's it's, yeah. it's, it's silent but then there's squealing of tires yeah, on the where he those,
1: drives those, away.
2: Yeah. So that that was the version of events from, from John, and I, I don't know why he would, and we, we hadn't prefaced it by like hey we have this video of you that was just that was his answer yeah. to it, what's your worst memory, yeah. and that was it, and I haven't been able to find anybody else that well, people have described Alyssa as being flirtatious, you know she would flirt with guys, yeah. but nobody no other um, activity you know romantic activity really that you know, I don't think she was cheating on John put it out flat out I'm not
3: I'm not sure
2: yeah so that's that was a concern of that so your father we asked about the video I think we were out there or through an email and he said that he didn't have it anymore this video of the day your sister disappeared
3: yeah
2: which is kind of important you know the the day she disappears is you know and he also said that he it didn't show her at all which I, I don't understand if she's running away why she would avoid camera angles. She's leaving a note why she would avoid camera angles to get out of the house. I mean, you... uh, I'm
1: not, I mean, I, I think I remember the cameras were. There was one in the vent, mm. right on the couch. Like it was like foot, like right on the couch living room area and then one just on the carport. Those are the only ones I knew about, but that's why he doesn't do that anymore because I got upset
2: and. Yeah. And so the date she went missing is, is a big thing. Yeah. I mean, that's, I, mean I, I don't know why he wouldn't keep that tape and yeah. you know at the very least it would be that's the last time he saw her you know keep that or you know and, and your dad's kind of paranoid you know to be you know no, blunt I know. and you think maybe at some point he would say well maybe they might accuse me of doing something i want to keep this video showing her running away or you know yeah. me of me leaving the house at one and then coming back at five with you but he doesn't have that video or he says he doesn't have it so i, I that's troublesome to me too All right. um your father has expressed a lot of hostility towards us and worked to the investigation because i i never dealt with your father before september when i started this yeah. investigation and we we were trying to you know get him to be cooperative and you know he, he won't come, won't come down for a, um, an interview or even talk to us he, he sent some emails to detective anderson and it was very um very long and rambling and um, he has theories about the International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers being involved and in illicit disappearance yeah. and things like that I, I we kind of looked in that with Paul Abbott I, I, I can't imagine they would have anything to do with this
1: yeah I, I know I mean I can't explain my father's actions it's
2: I mean and I understand your father has a mental illness yeah exactly. I, I mean there's mental illness and then you know there's there's there has, you know there's just trying to find his daughter and that you know that's weird you know I, I bring up the example of um, Polly Class. you ever hear of her she was a girl in California she was a, a small child that was actually um, kidnapped out of her her home and um, you know one of the, the investigators arrive and you know they're talking to the dad and dad dad was a single father and he's like look I understand that you're you're going to investigate me because I'm, you know I'm in the house but I, yeah. I can tell you I had nothing to do with this so I want you to polygraph me right now I'll cooperate in any way investigation and they polygraphed him and he passed yeah. and then they focused on other things and eventually it was found out that a sex offender had come into the house and taken the girl yeah. I would it would be wonderful if I could do that with your dad but he doesn't want to cooperate and I, I don't understand why since we're trying to find his daughter why he won't do that you know
1: I I don't know either I don't agree with everything he does obviously but I don't know how to get him down
2: here. Yeah, and and he's not going to. I don't believe he will. I mean, I don't think. It's made it clear that he's not willing. Yeah. And so that's, and he's sent many letters, and his letters have gone from, you know, why are not you investigating this to why are you investigating this now? Why, Why do you bother? You know, as a seven years old, why are you even bothering looking into this now? And, you know, our response is, this is an open investigation. So yeah. It stays open until we find Alyssa. Yeah. So, um, do you have any questions about what I, I said so far? No,
1: I understand. Um, so I know is this, a,
2: this is a a big pill to, like, be dumped in your lap and, you know, swallow. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> I'm
0: actually very thankful that you don't have a test today. Yeah. Yeah, I was having problems with that, thinking, oh, this is not going to be a good day for you.
1: No, not a test. I just, this... This Good. class is out of control. Is there anything
2: else about the investigation yet?
0: I missed a little bit while you were out. Uh, exhausted. Every conceivable lead. The only thing we have left. Unanswered. We have unanswered questions from your father, too. And, again, we have to go back to the beginning. We have to start there. It would be great. We're going to try the media approach again to try to get you to come forward to let them know. We're not giving up on this. It's no. not going to go away. It's it's over when it's resolved. All right? For your father, I'm, I'm bothered by what he's told us and also the absence of information.
3: Yeah.
0: All right? Um, the videotape, especially. you have You have audio and video from the interior and exterior of the house from the last day she was seen. At very least, let me see that so I know what clothing she had on so I can confirm... She left with this jewelry on her person because she left everything else behind. Yeah. Let me know if she took her toiletries. Uh, let me have a look at the bag she left. Let me see the argument that your father says he had with her. Right, it it would be in his best interest to say, look, yeah, we had an argument. It was just verbal. Here's me leaving the house, and here an hour later she's she's walking out the door. Yeah, All right? I understand. That. But the absence of that information
2: is deafening. You know, there's about a, a four-hour, bl- according to your father's account, of it, there's about a four-hour block where he's running errands looking for a camera lens, and that's when Alyssa supposedly went missing. Because You guys came home around five, is what you, know, yeah. you said. So, um, and, you know, we, we've talked to a, a lot of people. I mean, um, John, the boyfriend, has suspicions about your dad. Yeah.
3: He,
2: you know, he... And one of the, and I, one of the aspects of it. Usually, when a, a girl goes missing and she has a steady boyfriend, you know, usually the fathers after the boyfriends left and right. Like I, hey, you know, where my my girl's at. Tell me.
0: Knowing your father, his past experience um, involving the car accident you were involved in, other things, it'd be fair to say he's a tenacious man. He's he's aggressive. He's going to get things done. He's not going to be shy. He's not going to be wilting and stay back. He's going to approach who he wants to approach, and he's going to get answers. Is is that a fair assumption?
1: Um, That he used to be. Yeah, yeah I would say so. I don't think so anymore. Back in
0: 2001, was he?
1: Somewhat. Probably not as much as when I got in my car accident. Because, I mean, he's just been deteriorating over the years, you know? So yeah. he's really not anything what he used to be. So it's kind of hard.
2: Yeah. And I, I've talked to... Um, like his ex-wives and things like that.
1: Carol and Cheryl.
2: Yes. Um, Do you know that Carol has a a child that she says is from...
1: Yeah, he actually told me about that, and he said that they did a um, paternity test and said that it wasn't his. There's no paternity test? There's
2: no paternity test. Um, She she had a child by him, and she said she didn't have any other partners, so it was his child. When she... uh, actually asked him for child support and he he said that well if you take me to court i will i will require that i have that child for six months out of the year and she didn't want to do that that's her version that's her version i've got your dad's version of it and you know that's and talking to um um your older brother's mother um cheryl yeah and um she says that uh, your father started to exhibit kind of signs of mental illness towards the end of their, their marriage. That's when yeah. he started getting conspiracy theories and, and things like that um i trying to think what else to to let you know um so based on all this and this is probably going to kind of shock you but I, I wrote up some search warrants okay. basically um and we're we're serving search warrants as warrants on your house today 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 yes they actually started already
1: okay. so so while i'm here they're at my house
2: yes, yes. I, and I'm, I'm not i know this is kind of you're thinking we're, we're back ending you know we're not trying to do that okay
0: i wanted to get you out of that house so you were not present when this was done
1: <sighs> okay can i go
2: um well i i want to kind to tell you what else we're doing here okay we're not arresting your dad okay but he is going to be taken into custody because we want to get some um, evidence from him okay and also we're gonna do a search warrant on your old house okay now I want to try to make this as least painful to you as possible I know you have your dogs there and all that um, wait
1: you're doing something to the dog
2: no no no, no I, I know you're probably worried about that is there anything else we're gonna search the house and we're probably going to be there for a while okay and um, you know, I, I I know this is a big intrusion for you. And I, and you're a complete victim in this situation, but it, it needs to be done. If we we need for our investigation, we need to you know see what your father has there, and you know, I kind of laid out why we think he might have more information that would help us find Alyssa. Um, what can we do to make this better? I mean, I, I'm willing to pay if, if you know if you need to stay somewhere. If, you know, do you need to go to a hotel or
1: I don't know, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> what do you mean? So he's going to be in jail overnight? No, no, no.
2: Your father, there's a court order saying that he has to give some evidence to us. We have to get DNA from him, which is basically we sweep a The
0: buckle swab, yeah, just like we just you.
2: you. He has to give us his fingerprints and um, pictures, and then he has to give us some handwriting samples. Okay. And the reason we're doing that is that we want to have a comparison, and we're we're doing an analysis on the on the note. I mean, it, that's
0: not to assign guilt. It's not to assign blame. It's information that will tell us involved or not involved.
2: Okay. I know this is I, I, our concern was because your father is has guns and has prior law enforcement experience, and to be honest, is a little unstable. We we didn't want him to do something. You know.
1: Well, if you send policemen into my house, he's gonna freak out. He's, he's, he's already
0: been taken. Yeah. We waited he, for him to leave the house. Traffic stop was performed. He was taken into custody. No problems. So
2: we're not we're not gonna destroy so your house. Is or anything.
1: He's he gonna get in trouble for his gun?
0: No. This no. is Arizona. It's perfectly legal to have weapons. And he has a CCW, any, anyway, yeah. So, so long as there aren't any illegal weapons.
2: So, so he he left the house while you were down here, and he. Um, was taken into custody. And then, like I said, he's not being arrested. He's being detained, so he produces his evidence and then he'll be released. And then he can, I mean, obviously, we're going to be at the house. He, he won't be able to go back to the house. But that that's what the situation is.
1: So I'm not going to be able to go back to my house?
2: Not while we're there, no. I mean, if, we'll, we'll be happy. If you need to get something out of there, we'll. Yeah, yeah. I have
1: a pay for you at 6. Okay. And I need to be at school, like, probably right now. Okay. But I don't think that's going to happen. I mean, I can't go to school. I,
2: I, and I, I feel bad about that. I wish I could change this but and it, I would have loved to have told you all this ahead of hand, uh, beforehand, but I worried that maybe your father would have found out and then then we would have had a situation where he would have been locked inside the house and he would have wanted to do something crazy with, you know, shoot out with us or something like that. Oh,
1: no, I'm sure he would have cooperated.
2: Okay, well, he's expressed a lot of hostility towards us and the police in general, and I'm sure you probably feel some hostility towards us now. But I, I can assure you that we're, we're doing this in the interest of finding Alyssa. It's not, we're out to get him or anything like that. You know, hopefully we'll find something that we'll be able to say your father had nothing to do with this. And he was, you know, he just has a mental illness, and that's why he looks so suspicious. You know, he's. So we're, we'll be more than happy to go back with you. You know, we can walk you into the house if you need to retrieve some stuff and all that. Obviously, there's going to be a lot, of, a lot of police there. And there's going to be a, what we call a Mac van out in front of your house. Okay. It um, probably, and the, the press sometimes shows up in this thing, so they'll. It draws their attention. Yeah. So we'll probably do, you know, a release to the press just stating that we're investigating a missing person case. And I, Sarah, I apologize. I wish there was some other way to do this, but without your father's cooperation, you know. There's there's things that we need that and you know, we we evidence we need to further this investigation. Okay, I mean I, I'm not saying your I have suspicions, but I'm not saying your dad was responsible for her disappearance. But I mean you, you've seen TV shows, you know, the last person to see a missing person is a strong investigative lead in in the situation. I, I don't know what happened to your sister that, that that last day, but your father was the last one to see her, and you know talking to everybody there was issues between your father and, and Alyssa. they you know they they didn't get along
1: you know You I mean my dad don't get along
2: yeah but you know I, I there seems to be some stronger issues going on there oh
1: i understand
2: i mean it, i mean i know you're saying your father never did anything with you i mean you are his biological daughter Alyssa wasn't his biological daughter um i mean have, is there anything you want to Again, I apologize. I wish there was some other way we could do this. Do you have questions about and I'm trying to be as upfront as possible, you know, with, with everything that we've learned.
0: Ask whatever you'd like. Yeah. I don't
3: know what to ask.
0: Okay. You have my phone number. You know how to get a hold of me.
1: I don't have your cell phone number. Every time I call the office, it doesn't it just goes to the answering machine.
0: I'm not very often at that desk, and usually in this room where I'm out looking for someone. I always return
2: those calls, though. Yeah. Oh, you, you have our emails, too. I mean, you still have my business card. Here. I,
3: don't, I don't
2: know. Okay, let me get to you again. Good. i feel terrible but i know you're a truly innocent victim in all this situation and i wish i could do this some other way
0: we were kind of hoping that you would have moved out by now well i'm
1: going to in the summer when i transfer to university
2: okay um i i'm going to call james and let him know what's going on and all that i mean because i mean i'm not saying what he said told you know made me face in that direction but he I, I, obviously has suspicions about your father and many people do do you have any suspicions about your father I mean do you think your father is capable of doing anything to him? I mean maybe not even intentionally but maybe accidentally or something I
1: don't think so you don't think so I don't know I just really don't want to say anything because now I'm afraid that you're going to do something to me, or turn it around, or do something. Because now, I'm obviously I'm a little freaked out and upset, and right. probably isn't the best time to be talking.
2: Okay, that's understandable. Um, that's understandable. And you know, feel free to contact us when you collect your <laughs> thoughts and all that. I mean, or if you don't want to talk to us anymore, that's, that, that's fine. I mean, I we we are still going to look for your sister.
1: No, no what. all I want to do is find out what happened to my sister. That's all I want. That's all I want. That's the only reason I took this over. And it's, it's all I
3: want.
2: I just... Okay. And that's what we want. And, you know, we, we take the case, we we follow the case where it leads us. And this is where it's led us right now. You know, and, you know, we'll keep working it and we'll see what we find out and we'll keep you updated. Um, again, I, I apologize. I wish there was some other, because of your concerns about your father, we couldn't let you know beforehand. And I wish we could have, but... I, because of your father's mental state, I was worried that he might do something, you know, to us when we we went to do this, or to whoever was doing it, or to you. I mean, I apologize. Um, do you want to go back to your house now and and get those things that you need?
1: I guess. You... Um, I, I just want to call my brother right now.
2: Okay. Do you want to? <laughs> we're we're gonna go. We're gonna go up there. We'll be up there. Um
1: at my house. Yes. yes. Okay, well I'm gonna call my brother and try to see if maybe I can drive.
2: <laughs> okay. Do you need us to drive anywhere? Or okay.
1: yeah, I can't just leave my car here. Okay. <laughs> Next time on Voices for Justice
3: And still so all of a sudden on the news, you know, me were in the living room. I just got home from work and I your text picture on the news, I'm like, what the hell, you know, um,
2: and that's how I found out, you know, um, thinking, oh my God, you know, he killed her. And I think they felt like they were getting close to something, you know, and what when- what well, somebody she told me, he said, we, you know, we have, or Anderson told me, he said, we have all this circumstantial evidence, and every bit
1: of it went the Voices for Justice is hosted, produced, and edited by me, Sarah Turney. If you want to learn more about Alyssa's story and how you can help with the case, visit justiceforalyssa.com. And if you love the show, it would really help if you gave me a rating and review in your podcast player. Thank you so much, and I'll talk to you next time.